0: Hello again, everyone. This is the Strike a Pose Photo Booths podcast with me, Jim, the tech manager coming to you from the secret location under the train station. Got some great things we're going to go over today. But before we do that, I want to say congrats to Francisco at Look and Smile Photo Booths in Rochester, New York, for being the first to send in for those free templates. And if you're interested in the two free template sets that we're giving away until September 22nd, just send us an email at podcast at s-a-p-p-b Again, that's podcast at s-a-p-p-b And we will send you a link to download those two free template sets. One is a standard set and one is a six picture green screen uh, themed set. Now, this week, we're going to talk about the tools of your trade, the tools that you have now, and tools that you may want to pick up down the road to expand what your uh, total vision of your photo booth business is going to be. Now, right out of the box, with just the Darkroom software, you have an amazing array of tools. And I can't emphasize this enough. Darkroom software is so much more Than just a piece of software that takes a picture, puts it on a template, sends it to the printer, and gives you strips at a photo event. It's actually kind of an action packed uh, piece of software, if you will, that has a lot of features built into it. So, things that we've gone over and talked about are basic things like templates. You can create templates. You can edit templates. You can go out and find templates, bring them in, all kinds of stuff you can do there. You can offer uh, to have the photos emailed. You can offer to have them posted to Facebook, and you can certainly offer digital copies of these. Uh, You can post them to Dropbox, you know, all these wonderful little things. But There's a lot of features that aren't really touched on that can really expand, and we're just going to kind of list those off on what's available to you just with the software as it is right now. One of the cool things that it has is you can post GIFs, animated GIFs, uh, and videos to Facebook. It has a feature called print signing where you can actually sign the prints because it's a touch screen system where you can draw. Uh, you can also doodle uh, or markup as they call it, which allows you at the end of a session um, provide the users the ability to, you know, they can draw glasses on people and write silly things with their fingers before it goes to the printer or a print. These things will show up on the print. And they will also show on the digital images as they're saved. The software also has the ability to do what's called a simple boomerang GIF setup. And a boomerang GIF, is, if you've seen it, it's an animated GIF that goes backwards and forwards. So it's like a repeat, uh, you know, three seconds of time captured that goes backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Darkroom software does have this ability. It has the ability to add hardware to it. And we have talked about booth control in the past in kiosk mode, where you can use a tablet to connect to the booth. And people outside of the booth can go to that tablet and they can email or post to uh, Facebook from the tablet. And that gets them out of the booth for the next people. That kind of keeps things moving along, you know, which is really good uh, on a busy night. But you can also do what's called hashtag printing from this kiosk, where you can have these pictures posted with a hashtag to various uh, media, usually like Twitter or Instagram. And what it will do is it will, you have people post their pictures as they email them to themselves and post these on their social media accounts with the hashtag, uh, hashtag fun party. And then what you can do is you can set this system up to scan those accounts or those services rather for hashtag fun party and print all images that show up there. So this can be people who also do it with their cell phone. It doesn't have to come from the booth. They can just walk around take a picture, do hashtag fun party, post it to Instagram, the software will go out in with the hashtag printing, find this, and uh, bring it down into a folder for later printing. And these are just a few of the things that you can find in Darkroom. Uh, the features really warrant some time spent with the software. One of the things that I've said over and over again, I'm going to say it again now, is practice, practice, practice. There's an excellent resource for knowing every nook and cranny of the Darkroom Booth software, and that is boothmanual.com. There's a link right in the software uh, to get there. And this is the online manual for the Darkroom software. Every feature that it has is explained in here. And it really is just the most invaluable resource because you're going to find things that you never really suspected the software could have or perform. And it'll give you some ideas and if you could maybe incorporate this into your business offerings down the road. As with everything, take takes some practice, take takes some getting used to. You have to learn how to use the tools to use them effectively. There are also tools that you can add on software-wise, one of those being a thing called Photoshop Droplets. Photoshop Droplets are a series of commands created in Photoshop that edit a photo. Uh, you have to be familiar with Photoshop to do this. And what it is, is you can, uh, in Photoshop, come up with some commands to take a picture and turn it into like a cartoon illustration. Uh, basically, any of the color effect alterations you can do in Photoshop, you can have exported into what they call these droplets. And Dark Worm will execute those uh, with the photos during an event. Now, it's important to mention that you do need to have Photoshop on the booth computer because photoshop does need to actually process these effects in the background and darkroom acts as kind of a plug-in to uh, work with photoshop to process those commands so that when you get your strip printed out uh, instead of just a standard photo you can have any kind of color effects applied again uh, like the sketch cartoon uh, effects that are in photoshop so you do need to be familiar with photoshop so this is one of those instances where Part of the tool is built into Darkroom and you will have to get Photoshop to get this to work. You'll have to create the droplets, export them, and know how to do that. So spending some time to learn this kind of thing is valuable if you find this a benefit to you, if it's an added value to your booth offerings, something to look forward to. I myself find pretty much anything that's new uh, something to look forward to. I love learning about stuff how I can incorporate it. Most of the time, it's just fun to do, even if I might not have a use for it. It's something that, again, I've learned, and uh, I just enjoy doing it. And when you're running a business, it's important to kind of have that mentality, that anything that's out there, just go ahead and tackle it. And then you can judge its worth afterwards. But I would hardly ever call it a waste of time to learn about the tools that you have and tools that you may want. Uh basically think of it is a test run, and you can decide for yourself if it has value to you. And that goes not just for the software, but also with the hardware. We're going to talk about the hardware tools that you have. Now, mind you, hardware is not just the computer, the printer, and the camera. Hardware is pretty much any physical attribute of the booth outside of the darkroom software. Now, a good number of you have already taken a, this first step into expanding your hardware tools, And that is just by using an external monitor. Darkroom is made to work with an external monitor, and you can use that monitor as either a duplicate of the monitor inside the booth so that you can watch what's going on in the booth, or you can show everybody around what's happening in the booth. You can use it as an extended monitor and show a slideshow on it, which is a compilation of all the pictures that uh, accumulate, and it rotates through them to entertain folks so they can see not just what's happening now, But all the kind of pictures that have been taken throughout the night. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, If you haven't looked into it, something, again, to look into. It's a good add-on. Taking it one step further, a lot of people have gone from an external monitor to an actual projector. Instead of showing things on a monitor, they've gotten a small projector where they can project the slideshow on a screen, which will be much larger than any monitor you're going to be able to get to uh, work with the booth. And also some of them, if you have the space, they throw it on a wall and what's better than almost a theater-sized slideshow to help entertain and sell the booth experience. Now, a monitor or a projector is not the only physical thing you can attach to the booth. There are these things called fidgets, which is an amalgam of physical widget that you can connect to the booth and through the darkroom software control it. Some examples of these are uh, flashing light kits, uh, smoke machines, uh, LED walls, those small LED walls that light up. Vending machines, they have vending machines that will distribute uh, food, drinks. They have like ticket issuing machines. All of these things can attach to the computer through the USB. And that's how a fidget works. Basically, it's a machine or a unit that connects to the computer through USB. And through some controlling software, you can determine the functions. A lot of DJs use uh, light fidgets they have the lights set up and what makes them flash and do everything is they're controlling them through basically a fidget control and darkroom has this capability built in you would of course be required to understand what the fidget does uh, how to work with the commands for it how to get turned on turn off things like that but that all comes with again playing with it and learning a little bit about it but that's a huge huge uh, point of expandability. You can just add things that really have nothing to do with the picture, but just add fun to the experience. Another tool that people kind of overlook is lighting. Now, if you bought your booth and you bought it with the canopy, another tool, uh, external hardware tool, is the backdrop kit. If you want to do an open booth, so canopy is great. It's certainly the simplest to set up. You have your canopy, you have your fixed light, No settings to really mess around with. Settings are constant in the camera. Uh, Just set up and go. But if you want to do an open booth, you will need a backdrop kit. You will need a a three-light kit, uh, which we do sell our backdrop kits. These are also used for green screen. Uh, Green screen can only be done in an open booth. I think I've mentioned that before. But just picking up this simple unit expands your tools. So you've added a whole new tool or set of tools to the mix, and now you can expand your offerings from Canopy to open booth. Same note goes for if you bought, say, like the famous booth and you want to do open booth only and you want to graduate to doing uh, canopy, you want to do some sit down. Well, you can buy the canopy and the canopy light kit. That's another set of tools. So either way, just from the basics, you're already expanding and it doesn't have to be something so dramatic as I want to do go from canopy to open booth or go from open booth to canopy. Either setting, you can start adding tools to your toolkit by just getting backdrops changing the backdrops. Uh, for either one, you can change the red curtains in the canopy for different colors, uh, sequins, things like that. Uh, for uh, an open booth, you're, you know, it's limitless what you can get for backdrops. Just anything you can imagine that you want to hang behind somebody can be curtains, can be fabric, you can make your own. These are all easily available tools and each little tool really makes a difference in your expandability because remember it's not just the product that you're selling it's photo strips or digital prints or whatever that you know the the physical output it's also the experience so colorful backdrops changing things up giving them a selection when they're setting up uh, uh, the event with you makes you more marketable now on the physical aspect of of looks let's talk about props Uh, football season's coming folks it's here, I think. I'm not a sports person, so forgive me, but I know it's on the horizon because it's going to start getting cold. And here in Wisconsin, cold means football. That's what I know. So what are you going to do? Go out and get some football-related props. It doesn't have to be team-related. I mean, that's always a plus. Certainly, go for it if you have a team following in your area. But more importantly, just get some general football props. And uh, whatever sport or whatever event is going on in your local area, loading up on themed props is a huge, huge advantage over the folks around you who may not be doing this. And it certainly makes your marketability uh, go up a few stars. So again, if you have a certain team, get some team paraphernalia, offer these props. Uh, If you want to bolster your birthday party prop offering, go ahead and do that. Load up on certain groups. Have in the end have five or six boxes of props, each one for a different thing. Those are tools. One of the simplest that you can get. Uh, good example of where to get stuff. I have found huge success at Oriental Trading Company online. Uh, just OrientalTradingCompany.com. They have everything. I mean, stuff that you you can never imagine. It's it's uh, like the old Johnson Smith catalogs of Everything you can imagine, nothing you would ever want, uh, unless you're looking for props, things like that. So, you know, search for party props, things online, you can expand your tools in that fashion. Now, one specific uh, tool that I want to mention is we talked about doing open booths and we talked about lighting. If you're doing a lot of open booth work and a lot of it is outside or you're dealing with constant lighting situations, like you're not going in- inside a lot, but You're dealing with just a lot of light variation in doing your open booths. A light meter is an absolute essential tool. It's one of those things that will make a world of difference in your setup, your picture quality, and your confidence in uh, going through the event, not just at the start, but also throughout the evening. A light meter basically is a device that you use to measure light, given the light exposure, That's hitting uh, on a subject, you can set uh, your shutter and your aperture, so your AV and TV settings in Darkroom, uh, as well as your ISO to get the best pictures. This saves a lot of guesswork. Um, These things generally start out around a couple hundred dollars for some really good basic ones, and they can go way upwards to uh, more than a thousand. Cool thing is, there are apps out there that will act as a light meter. For general use, they are pretty good. I have actually used them uh, because, you know, I am me, and that means I frequently lose equipment. There have been a couple times I've lost my light meter on a location shoot, so I turn to my phone. It works, make a couple adjustments, everything is good. So this is the kind of tool that you can get that will make your experience doing an open booth a lot easier. Now, these are just some brief examples. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff out there. But the, the one thing I want to drive home is you have to take the time, you have to put in the energy and effort to learn about and learn to use these various things. It's not as complicated as it seems when you look at something new. Uh, this all sounds technical, sounds, you know, might sound complicated or convoluted. It really isn't. Once you learn the basic vocabulary, So if you've listened to the previous podcast and we've talked about vocabulary and jargon and things to do, you would be well-equipped to just look at something say, okay, I'm going to see what this is about and tackle it, wrestle it to the ground and come out on top, making your decision. This is absolutely something I want, or I'm going to put a pin in this, maybe later, but not today. So with that, let's make an effort to expand our tool chests, uh, expand our toolkits. Let's make an effort to see what is in the kit already, how to use it, how to maximize it, get the most out of it. Darkroom software on its own, the booth as it is right now on its own, will allow you expansion for years without having to bring in additional things. But maximizing these things and the quicker you maximize and then the quicker you expand just makes you, again, more marketable in the longer term. So, before we close out, I want to talk a little bit more about Photoshop droplets and how they work in Darkroom. Uh, again, it, you need to have Photoshop, it needs to be installed on the booth computer, it uh, needs to be on the same computer as with Darkroom, it uh, has to be Windows version, can't make droplets in the Mac version and port them over. Just doesn't work that way, different file types. But once you have that all in place, the process is really simple. Darkroom has made it ridiculously simple. The process is You open the template in the darkroom editor. You double click on the photo placeholder. So if it's three individual or however many individual placeholders, you have to do this for each one. If you have a multiple photo placeholder, you just double click on that and it'll apply it to all photos in that multiple holder. After double clicking, the properties window comes up, uh, object properties window. Go down to the options section and you look for advanced. Under there is a setting for apply color effect. Put a check mark in that box. It expands to a small list. And from that list, you just choose Droplet. Then an edit button pops up next to that. Click on that. And you just browse to where your droplets are. Uh, Generally, you'd create them in a folder, call them droplets so you can find them. Uh, Choose the droplet you want, click OK. And then the software will work with Photoshop and apply those effects throughout the night. Something to look into at one point. Uh, Not something you need to jump into right away because it does involve, again, getting Photoshop and learning how to use that. But, again, it's a way to expand the software and Darkroom is always working to expand their offerings. Uh, So, you know, keep abreast of it and uh, try to understand what's going on with their changes and how they might work for you. That will do it for this week's episode. Before I go, I'm going to remind you again, uh, if you want some free templates, we have two free template sets, custom, uh, nothing else like them on the planet. Send us an email to podcast at sappb.com and we will send you a download link with some instructions on how to download those templates and put them in your darkroom booth for use as you see fit. Once again, this is Jim coming to you from the Strike Pose Photo Booth podcast, wishing you happy boothing.